0: Good morning. Happy New Year. Are we happy? We were happy last Sunday. We're going to be happy this Sunday too. Regardless of the message, right? I have one verse I want to share with you. It's found in 1 Samuel chapter 7. Verse 12, it was a uh, difficult time for the Israelites, and uh, the Philistines were giving them problems, especially the Israelites at that time were away from God and uh, living their own lives, but the call was to come back to God. And the Lord will help them. And the prophet Samuel then, in verse 12, took a stone and set it between Mizpah and Shen and named it Ebenezer, which is the stone of help, saying, Thus far, the Lord has helped us. We can repeat that this morning. Thus far, the Lord has helped us. Has he been with us so far? Eh? Has uh, Is 2006, has it been a good year? I can say so. Many people say, oh, good riddance. No. No, we've been blessed. We're still around, aren't we? And we're healthy. At least the majority of us are here attending church this morning. And uh, if there are some who are not feeling well, we pray that the Lord will bless them and bring them back to us safely. This is our last and final service of the year 2006. And my concern this morning is not to uh, count before you our achievements or predictions about that new year to come. I don't have a crystal ball and uh, I don't know what's going to happen, but it's good to look a little bit back. And I'd like to focus on God's wonderful presence with us. For without him, we could not have reached this place in our journey. Rest assured, if the Lord was not with us and is not with us, we wouldn't have made it to this point. And sometimes I agree with you. Sometimes you felt like you were chased by the Egyptian army behind you. And uh, the Red Sea is in front of you. And I said, what is it, God? What is it, Lord? This is a very difficult life. But let me assure you of one thing. God is to us a God of deliverance. This is what the Bible says. And to God the Lord belong escapes from death. This is why. We reach here and rest assured that the eternal God, our dwelling place, and underneath what are the everlasting arms. So, we reach here. I want to talk a little bit. I want you to rejoice this morning. There's no gloom and doom. To rejoice this morning, remembering God's goodness. Let's remember God's goodness. And I. He is good in everything. Bar none. But first let's remember. A little bit. His love. Have you been loved? By God? Amen. Just think of that a little bit. And then you'll know. The blessings that we have. We sang count your blessing. But. Being loved by God is the greatest blessing under the sun. The Bible says, greater love than this no man has that a man lay down his life for his friends. And he did. You know, if we go through many lives, but I chose a couple of things just to draw your attention and show you the enormous love that God has for us. Peter lied, didn't he? Yes? No? You got You're with me today? Okay. Peter lied about being one of the disciples. I don't know him. I'm not one of them, etc., etc., etc. Right? Okay. But God loved him, didn't he? Remember that. The mothers that brought their children to Jesus Christ, and they were pushing them, and the disciples tried to push them away, away. It's not. Don't disturb the Master. But what did them help? He loved them more and took them, sat them on his lap and said, unless you become like the children, these little children, you cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. What love is this? The Samaritan woman refused to give him a drink, didn't she? But what did he do to her? He loved her so much, he saved her life and sent her back as a gospel preacher to the whole town. Jesus Christ loves you and loves me. And if we are to meditate a little bit on his goodness, he's loved us so much, that's so good to us. God is so good, is so wonderful. Have you experienced, this is my question, his love during the past 2006, 364 days and a half? Have you experienced his love? Did you feel his sweetness? Did you feel his care? Have you been, have you been showered by his everlasting love? Mm, thank you for yes. And when you cried, did he cry with you? When, he rejo- when you rejoiced, did he rejoice with you? The Bible said there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. And that friend is Jesus Christ. What a friend we have in Jesus. Did you ever reach a place in your life when all everyone, I mean, left you and you had no one to turn on, but Jesus never left you? And he will never leave his children. He loves us so much that he'll never leave us alone. He said, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. What a caring and loving God we have. Someone wrote, When nothing whereon to lean remains, when strongholds crumble to dust, when nothing is sure, God loves endure. O oh, love of God, the hymn writer wrote, how rich and pure, how measureless and strong, uh, it shall forevermore endure. The saints and angels' song. It's an everlasting love, and I want you to remember, His goodness in loving us is everlasting. This love is not going to end when our lo- life ends. He is going to take us into His mansions, and He is going to put His arms around us. I said, I love, I loved you then. I will love you now until. The end of time, if there is such a thing. The pastor was retiring in a church and had delivered his last sermon from the pulpit where he had preached many years. One of the faithful members stopped as she went out the door and asked, Do you know what is the most important thing you said in all these years? What was that? The minister inquired, so he might learn of one way he had helped someone. You told us we couldn't do anything to get God to stop loving us, was the quiet reply. The most important thing, dear friends, dear folks, dear family, that you can learn in life is that God never stops loving you. He won our hearts and guided us through this year with His unfailing love until this moment in time. What can we say to that? Hallelujah. What a savior. Amen. He loves you. Don't forget that. He is so good. Another attribute of His I want to focus on, His forgiveness. In the book of Psalms, we read about a lot about forgiveness. You know why? David wrote most of them. And he sinned a lot. And he fought a lot. He was a man of war. And he fell into sin. But he knew the forgiveness of God too. He writes there, How blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered, in other words, whose sin is atoned for. How blessed is the man whom the Lord does not impute iniquity, and in whose spirit there is no deceit. What a forgiving God. When we came to him with our sins and confessed them, he immediately forgave us. It wasn't go, go there and get better and come back and see me in two months. No. No. This is not the physician we know. Those physicians that we know here, they give us the antibiotics and say go for two, three, four weeks. But his, his care, his healing is immediate. And when we came to him, he changed our lives completely. He immediately forgave us. Justification is our becoming instantly In God's sight, just as if we've never done a sin or committed one. In Isaiah, he says, I have blotted out your transgressions. Rejoice in the Lord. Do you have any transgression? Is there a sin that is not confessed? Are you still out of God's mercy and love? It's still open. We still have half a day in 2006. If you want to be born again in 2006, you can come to the Lord Jesus Christ and say, Lord, take me. I confess my sins. Change my life. And you become a new creation. And then you will welcome 2007 with a big smile on your face. Not a frown. When the woman was caught in adultery and was brought by the priests and the Pharisees and those People who thought they are so justified through the law. The Lord did not judge her, did he? But forgave her sins. And told her his unforgettable words. Go and sin no more. This is the God that we have. Who forgives sins and erases them. And you have no past to think of. And you have a great future to think about. This is our God. A forgiving God. That is, if we come to Him confessing our sins. And opening our hearts for Him to come and live within. When we came to Him as sinners. Let me ask you a question. Each person who came to Him as a sinner. And confess his sin. Let me ask you. Did he forgive your sins? He forgives. Regardless of the sin. Provided we come to him. He did it. How much did he charge you? Freely, right? Fully. And he's blessing you richly. This is the kind of God we have. His goodness. We cannot describe. Or think. Listen to the words that we have. In the Bible. If we confess our sins. He is faithful and righteous to forgive us our sins. And to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. We are all sinners. Some are sinners saved by grace. Some are still sinners because they haven't been saved. Two kinds. Which kind you are this morning? If you have been saved and God forgave you, you can rejoice and look back and say, Lord, thank you for saving my soul during 2006. How many people got saved during 2006? Let's see your hand. Oh, man. Praise God. Your sins are forgiven, aren't they? Aren't you happy? And this is the God we're talking about. He can still forgive. He is there to do it. If we confess, He is, He is a righteous God to forgive us. As one of God's children was reading an encyclopedia, he exclaimed, Praise the Lord! was shouting, praise the Lord. When asked, what is there in an encyclopedia to elicit praise to God? Sir, I just read that the ocean is five miles deep in some places. But how does that call for praise to God? Have you never read, as the praiseful Christian, of God's promise to all who seek his mercy and forgiveness, Thou wilt cast all their sins into the depths of the sea. And that's why I say, praise the Lord. My sins are five miles down under. <laughs> and in some areas, they are more than five miles. Rest assured, dear pilgrim, we are all pilgrims on our way to heaven. What he promises, he fulfills. And that's the God we have in 2006... And 2007 and any year. Their sins he said and their iniquities. Will I remember no more. Those who got saved. Don't let Pharaoh come behind you. And think that the army is following you. Don't let the devil torture you. Once the Lord took your sins away. He saved you. He forgave you throughout eternity. Rejoice, God's goodness is wonderful. The God of the first century is still the God of the 21st century, isn't he? And any century, the God of the early years is still the God of this year, 2006, 2007, and all the years that follow. He never changes, he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Where are your sins? Five miles under. Mine are under the blood. And yours. And that's the God of forgiveness. If you truly came to Him. And accepted Him as Savior. And invited Him to your life. Say, Lord Jesus, come and take my heart. Change me. Wash me with your blood. Forgiveness is yours forever and ever. And no one can pluck you out of his hand. You are in his hand forever and ever. So, we just meditated a little bit about his love. Enjoy. Bask in that love. About his forgiveness. And finally, about his faithfulness. Is God faithful? Did he ever break a promise to you? I break a promise. You break a promise. We all break our promises. And we hope not. But he never broke a promise. He is a God who fulfills his promises. Paul, writing to the Corinthians, he said, God is faithful. God is faithful. Through whom you were called into fellowship with his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. What a great God we have. Faithfulness. God is faithful in his promises as we said. And he fulfills them. God is faithful in his calling. And he's still calling people to him. And addressing their sins. And God is calling you this morning. If you haven't been saved yet. If you did not give him your life yet. The Lord is saying give me your life. And I'll give you the best years of your life. Stop wasting the years and I'm going to change your life and give you happiness and joy, real happiness and joy. He is faithful when he calls you. He wants to do something great, something big, something prosperous for your life. Don't be afraid. Says, if I'm going to give the Lord Jesus Christ my life, well, he's going to, I'm going to stop having fun. You're not having fun now. You're having sadness. You will have fun when you start walking with Jesus. Let me tell you that. Aren't you having fun with Jesus? I am. When you walk, you walk in peace. This is the best thing in your life. You're not worried about what's going to happen, about eternity. When we mention the Lord Jesus Christ is coming back and is coming back soon, many people say, not now, please, not now. I'm not ready. But let me tell you one thing. Are you ready? I am ready. We are ready. And this is why he calls, he's calling you. Say, get ready. Come and take my offer. My offer is eternal life. We spoke about that last week. My offer is true life, not existence, but life with me now and throughout eternity. He is faithful in his calling. He is faithful in his keeping. Did he keep you last year? How many of you slept without dinner last year? One day without dinner. Probably you did because you were dieting. <laughs> you can call me on that. But you know, the Lord took care of you. He kept us. He kept you healthy. He kept our lives. He kept your homes. He kept everything intact. He kept you for himself because you are his children. And what a great God. What a faithful God! How about providence? Did He fulfill our needs? Did He take care of us? He's faithful in providence. He's faithful in care. He is forever faithful. We sang earlier this morning. Count your blessings. Name them one by one. We're not looking. Going to look at year 2006. I says good riddance, I'd like to forget it. Of course. We had troubles. We were promised in this world. You shall have tribulations. But be of good? Cheers. I mean, be cheerful when you have tribulations? Yes. Because I have overcome the world. We belong to a victorious leader. We belong to God. And He has overcome everything for us. Every difficulty for you and me. And He has given us a life that is above any other life you know that the life of Christian is the highest life you can attain in your dreams the psalmist when he looked at all the blessing he has you know what he said in Psalm 36 verse 5 you can put that down because he says your faithfulness reaches to the skies He couldn't say anything anymore. He had all the blessings, had everything at home, has all the cares. He had all the providence. He says, your blessing reaches to the skies. And you know what? If we were to think truly about our lives here and the lives that the Lord has given us, we can say about 2006, Lord, your blessings have reached to the skies. Can't you say that? Don't you think that's true? And the icing on the cake, my last words for you is the in Second Timothy 2.13, Paul writing to him, if we are faithless, if we are faithless, he remains faithful. He cannot deny himself. Take that and run with it. He remains the faithful person that he will never leave you. He will not let you down. He is faithful. He cannot deny himself. So, if we just look back and remember what he's done for us and remember God's goodness, we'll bow our heads with tears. Say, so, Lord, thank you for your goodness. Thank you. There are We can think of his mercies. His pardon, we can think of His being every day with us, walking with us, His presence. We can think of many things. But in a short time, I just want to let you know, think of His wonderful love this past year. His wonderful forgiveness to every sin that we've committed, provided it's confessed. We cannot get away with sin if it's not confessed. You know that. Please remember that, Christians, and his faithfulness that reaches the sky. He is the God of good news, and we thank him for a great year that he's given us. And if you haven't had this relationship with the Lord yet, while we're praying, you can ask him to come into your life and take hold of your life and change it, And give you joy for today and great hope for tomorrow. Let's bow our heads. Our Father, we thank you for this last service during 2006. And we pray that your word will be living richly in our lives. And we pray that we will live a life worthy of your love, forgiveness, and faithfulness. We thank you again for the opportunity of sharing your word. Bless this congregation. Be with each and every person. And bring us back tonight at 7 o'clock safely. We pray that you dismiss us in your wonderful name we ask and pray. Amen.